Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Motivational Moment in the Morning. My name is Portia Wilkins here in Houston, Texas. Thank you guys so much for joining us on today. We are here every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. Today is November 17, 2016. Thank you so much for sharing with everyone. If you ever miss a call, you can just head on over to our website www.windreamscollide.com. That's windreamscollide.com, and you can scroll to the bottom, check out the replay that's there, uh, share it with someone else as well. All the calls are titled and dated, so you'll never miss out on one. Also, while you're on the homepage, be sure to subscribe to the mailing list that's there. Become a VIP, a Vision Impact Partner, so you stay in the loop and in the know of all the things you got going on. And then, ladies. Head on over to the brand-new PortiaWilkins.com. That's PortiaWilkins.com, one-stop shop for finding everything, uh, events, free resources, tools, information. I've got some exciting things uh, I'm working on right now, and I want to be able to share it with all of you, so be sure to subscribe there as well. When you connect, uh, December 3rd, we have our Propel K meeting, uh, and then the 6th, 7th, and 8th of December, we'll have our Breakthrough Boot Camp Part 2. Uh, so excited about both of those, and you can get all of that information on the brand-new PortiaWilkins.com. So head on over there today, check it out. Be sure to check out the resources tab, too, so that um, you can grab all of that good free stuff that I got over there for you. It's going to be uh, some, some things that could definitely assist you in your process and in your journey. So get connected there. And then for those of you working every single day to provide for your family, you're driving the miles, you're putting in the time, you want to make sure that whatever it is that you're working on, whatever it is that you're building, that it lives past you. So head on over to builditforyourlastname.com. That's builditforyourlastname.com or Bifflin, B-I-F-Y-L-N.com. And uh, click on the events, okay? Click on the events this Saturday. My husband is hosting a nine-hour leadership uh, intensive. You do not want to miss this uh, event. We are just about sold out on it as well. Uh, so be sure to stay tuned to all of our social media pages today uh, and close to uh, your email as well for updates and information and a very special announcement regarding it. But uh, you want to come to Houston, Texas this Saturday, November the 19th. My husband's rolling up his sleeves for nine hours straight, uh, teaching the principles, the, the, the how-tos. Like, you're literally, this is a working event. Folks will be rolling up their sleeves, putting in work uh, to build their business. And so that's going to take place this Saturday. So com. click on the events for tickets, details, and all of the information that you need to know for it there. And so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's get this call started on this morning. If you're driving, please be safe. Put in your earpiece. If you're stationary, get out your pen and your paper. We ask that you post your notes on social media, tag us in it, using the hashtag when dreams collide so we can see it. Honey, come up to the line and say good morning to our VIP. Absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, IPs. Come on, y'all. Vision, impact, partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. Yes, did you hear me? 
I said I am excited about your future. That's why I want to talk to you from the top this morning after a while. Yeah, after a while. Ladies and gentlemen, I have discovered in my own life that the devil may have had a plot, but God has the plan. The devil may have had a plot, but God has the plan. After a while, after a while, that, that, that friend oftentimes that has a listening ear becomes a talking mouth. Yeah, did you hear me? That, that friend that has the listening ear oftentimes will become the enemy that has the talking mouth. But, but after a while, after a while, the people that doubted us, the people that betrayed you, you know, the ones that you thought were with you, the ones that you thought that were for you, the individuals that you had poured into, the ones that you had committed to, the ones that you were rolling with, the, yeah, the one, your homie, the one that you said, yeah, that's, that's the one that I'm with. After a while, things will be revealed. And you'll understand unequivocally why things have to happen the way they have to happen because life is not happening to you. It's happening for you, but only after, after a while because when you're in it, when you're in the situation, when you're in the circumstance, it's very often familiar for us to want to give up. It's very often familiar with us to, to want to throw in the towel and, and want to quit. But I want to tell you this morning that old age wrinkles the skin, but quitting wrinkles the soul after a while. The naysayers, yeah, the ones that said, yeah, I told you you wouldn't be able to do it. I, I told you you wouldn't have the stamina. Yeah, the, the ones that said, yeah, I, I, I thought you guys were going to be able to pull that off. But, see, because time has elapsed and, and you think and they think that it's not happening fast enough, what most of us do is we begin to start getting out of faith and standing in our fears. And we begin to question the process. We begin to question the words that we got. And, and we take the words that were seed and we go in and we dig it up without doubt. The word that was spoken, we begin to dig it up with our doubt. What was given to us, what was spoken into our lives, the vision that we have, we begin to dig it up with our doubt. But I want to tell you, it's only going to happen after, after a while. See, when, when you've gotten that word and you begin to sow the seeds, the seed with your talent, the seed with your time, the seed with your treasure, it doesn't grow overnight. Success doesn't happen overnight. It happens night after night after a while. Jared, when is it going to happen after a while? I, I thought, see, I've seen somebody else start the race with me. We started the race together, and it seems as though they've crossed the finish line, and I've hit some hurdles. Oh, I've had some challenges. I've slipped and fallen. I'll never forget watching the Olympics, ladies and gentlemen, and it, it baffled me that there were so many Olympians that had practiced and had given their all. They had become world champions from their own country. But the Olympics is about playing at the highest level, competing at the highest level against people that are champions in their own right. And they come together for these hurdles, and, and they get onto the stage, the main stage, where they've got millions of people watching, M millions of people cheering, and millions of people celebrating, millions of of cameras there, and, and people are reporting and recording, and, and history is not only being read, it's being written. And many of these athletes, they, they get to the starting block, and they're there. Each one of the countries represented with pride because they're not only wearing the country, 
but they're wearing and running for their last names. This is where their last names are etched in stone. It's etched in the memory banks and in the history books of not what I said, but what I did. I've worked on it day and night. I've given up my sweat, my time, my peace for it. I've taken time away from my family, and here they are about to do it. Here they are about to build it for their last name. And then the gunshot goes off, and they begin to run. They take the first hurdle, and they take the second hurdle, and and here it is. They're off the starting blocks. The third hurdle, they cross over, and and some of them, they don't cross the fourth hurdle. Now, here's the deal. Isn't it amazing that we could, have, we, we could have made it over the first hurdle of rejection? Yeah, people reject us. They reject the notion of what we're doing. Some people just reject you for being who you are. And I've learned a long time ago, stop trying to get convinced people to like you when they don't even like themselves. If they reject you and you, you clear that hurdle. And you're running around, you're running around, uh, you keep running and you're picking up momentum and here comes the next hurdle, you, you clear the next hurdle of deception. Deception is where people say they're going to do something and they don't do it. I'm going to be there and they don't show up. I'm going to give you the money and the money dissipates. And you clear that next hurdle of deception. You say, no, it's not. It's not going to cause me to trip up. It's not going to cause me to stumble and fall. I almost fell, but I know someone that's able to keep me from falling. And, and you clear that second hurdle like those Olympians did. But, but somewhere along that third hurdle, about the third hurdle, when, when, yeah, the attrition kicks in. Attrition is where people quit. They give up the ghost. They say, oh, no, it's too hard. It's it's too tough. I, I thought I'd be there sooner. I thought I would be there faster. I thought it would have happened quicker. I, I thought it would have been my time already. And, and because of attrition, people quitting on you, people saying, no, I'm going to go back to do what's familiar. I'm going to go back to do what's comfortable. I'm going to go back to do what's easy. Many of us, we trip over that attrition hurdle. And uh, we scrape our knees and we take a tumble. We, we, we got a, a bruise on our ego. Mm. It didn't work out the way we thought it would. And here we are, settling for mediocre, settling for mediocrity, because we lack the intestinal fortitude to get back up again. But for the few of us that have tripped and fallen over attrition, like so many Olympians, they get up. They get up off that ground, and they continue the race. They continue the race, watch this, in spite of who won. They finish the race in spite of who came in first. They finish the race in spite of who's laughing. They finish the race in spite of who's mocking and who's talking. They finish the race. In spite of what's being said, they, they finish the race in spite of the disappointment, and they clear that third hurdle. And here we are coming around the fourth hurdle, apathy. Oh, apathy is when people, they didn't quit the race. They just quit on you. Have you ever had somebody start with you but decide not to finish with you? Have you ever had that person that you started together, 
the plan that you formulated, you, the, the vision that came to you, you were there. They were there with you, and you started walking together. You started jogging together. But as you started to pick up some steam, it seemed like the wind was behind your back, but the wind was in front of their face, and they said, oh, I've given up this dream. It's not for me. I've got to do something else. And here you are saying, but, but we were in this together. We were conjoined. We were Assigned together, and here's what happens, ladies and gentlemen. Some people's assignment with you is expired. And you've got to be careful not to confuse assignment with attachment. Many of us, we get attached to people that we were once assigned to, and that creates apathy. Oh, it hurts you. Oh, your heart begins to bleed. Your spirit is broken, but God sometimes will let your spirit, Spirit be broken just so that he can save your soul. You, he, he lets you go down so low so that he can bring you back so high. You have the bounce back authority, whereas you don't have that staying power. It's nothing like having that comeback power to say, ah, my eyes have seen the glory. Ah, and I came to him just as I was. Apathy. Apathy says, you may have walked out on me, but God is faithful. Oh, when things start to work out, things work out when you work them out. Things work out when you get up. Things come to pass after a while. There are going to be some people, ladies and gentlemen, I hate to tell you this good slash troubling news. There are going to be some people that when you take that first hurdle, they're clapping for you. When you take the second hurdle, they'll clap for you. When, when you take the third hurdle, they clap for you. But only if you fall during the first hurdle, they switch teams. Mm. They start celebrating and clapping for other people. They lose confidence, trust, and faith in you. They, they, they no longer want to side with you. See, you've got to be careful of those people that only celebrate you when you win. Baby, I need you to stand by me. When I'm having a losing season, anybody can have a bandwagon fan, but I don't need no fans, baby. I don't need, I don't need no followers. I need a supporter. Somebody that's going to be with me until after a while shows up. Because after a while, after I've suffered enough, after I've fallen, after I've carried the cross, after I've walked down the Via Della Rosa, after people have laughed and stoned and spit, after people have, have said it wouldn't happen for me, after people have scoffed at me, after they smiled in my face and, and talked behind my back, I, after a while, I ain't going to have to say I told you so. No, baby. Hey, you will see. You'll see. Not, no, 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 I ain't going to have to tell you I told you so. See, if I tell you I told you so, then, then I did it with my power. I did it with my might, but when you see it, because it's going to be seen, when it comes to pass, after a while, you are going to have to stand there and say, if it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be after? Oh, wow. Come on, somebody. Come on and pass the virtual plates again on today. 
because uh, that'll preach a month of Sundays. <laughs> yes, Lord. Listen, the Bible tells us there's a there is a season for everything. So whenever you go through those tough moments when you when you face the rejection, the deception, attrition, and apathy, when you go through those things, understand they're supposed to happen. They are supposed to happen. It, it is. It is not going to be, you know, peaches and roses and butterflies every single day with sunny skies and no rain. No, absolutely not. There has to be those trying moments. That's the only way your character is developed. The scripture tells us in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1 through 8, there's, it's like the, the pros and the cons, the positives and the negatives verse. Like it's going to tell you, hey, there's a time and, and, for, and a purpose for everything under heaven. It's a time to be born and a time to die. It's a time to plant and it's a time to pluck what is planted. It's a time to kill and it's a time to heal. It's a time to break down and it's a time to build up. It's a time to weep and it's a time to laugh. So what does it tell you? It's a, listen, you're supposed to go through these tough moments. You're supposed to go through those tough seasons. It is a, it is you, there's no way around it. There's no way around it. So when it happens, what you shocked for? What you surprised for? Okay, yes, it's going to hurt your feelings. Yes, you're going to cry some tears. Yes, we understand that. The scripture just tells you it's the time to mourn and it's the time to dance. It's the time to weep and a time to laugh. So you're supposed to cry and have emotions and feelings and all that kind of stuff when these things happen. But because it's a time for that, there's also a time for the positive. It's a time to gain and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to throw away. Yeah. See, the thing about it is, though, ladies and gentlemen, since it's a time to, to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace, this is a time for each and every one of those things. What this tells me is not the things we need to focus on. It's the time. You got to know when is the right time to do those things. When is it the right time to mourn and to dance, to cast away souls and to gather souls? When is the time to embrace and refrain from embracing souls? So the thing that we need to focus on throughout this process of dealing with these four things after a while is, is what do we do with that time? What do we do during that time? How does that time show up? When do we know that time is there? And you've got to pray for discernment. You gotta pray for discernment in order to recognize the times. So that you're not, you're not sitting here attempting to have war when it's a time of peace. And, and you wonder why your plots and your plans and all the other kind of stuff ain't, ain't working out. Yeah. You gotta know, you gotta be able to have discernment in regards to what time it is so you can know, okay, am I planting right now or am I plucking what I planted? Am I breaking down everything or am I building, like, what, which one am I doing? Because a lot of times what happens is we are, it's like the, the time has shown itself and we don't want to accept it. Yeah. It, it's clear you need to walk away, but you don't want to go. So you just sit there and you keep dealing, fussing, fighting, and complaining about everything that's going on. But it's clear. You need to go. It's clear you need to make a move. You need to transition, but you're still holding on. See, a lot of us, we miss our time. We miss our shot because we too busy in our brains 
attempting to convince ourselves that what it is, is it? No. And it has nothing to do with anything other than fear. That's it. The only thing that's keeping you in this place that you don't want to be or you don't belong is fear. Most people rather settle for known hells than to explore unknown heavens. You know it's better over there, but you don't want to explore it. You don't want to explore having peace. You don't want to make the calls to get more clients and more prospects. You don't want to explore the the, the heaven, the positive. You don't want to uh, leave this career for another one. You don't want to explore because you are afraid. You are prideful. You don't like correction. And so what you do instead is you settle for the tail. And you wonder why you're stressed out. You wonder why don't nobody want to talk to you or be around you. You wonder why your spouse is mad. You wonder why your kids are being disrespectful. You wonder why it seems like everything you do just isn't enough. You wonder why those things are happening, and it's because you're out of place. Yeah. But if you continue to do the work that you're supposed to do, despite what it looks like, despite the fact that you didn't come out the gate on top, Despite the fact that when 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 the when the the, the guy said on oh, your mark get that ready go and the gun went off and you when you went you were just jogging at first you just jogging at first and then and then then as your muscles warmed up as your skill set began to come to your remembrance and your confidence increased you went from from a jog to a a light sprint next thing you know you were in a full blown spread after a while. Yeah, you don't have to get that first. I know you hear it all the time. Nobody remembers who was second and who was third. But we do respect everybody who finished. Can you like Jesus? You don't have to be first, second, or third. But we respect everybody who finishes. If you finish your whole race. If you if you just keep going, who cares when you get there? Just get there. If you got to change teams, even if you got to switch lanes, change, stop, take a break, change your shoes, whatever you got to do along that journey while you're running your race, do it. Just finish it. Everybody who finishes get respected. So stop comparing yourself to who's running fast and who's doing this and who's doing that. After a while, it's going to be your turn. And even if nobody ever sees what you've done, what you've accomplished and all of that, even if nobody ever sees it, you know it in your heart. God sees it. He sees everything that you're doing. Every single thing that you're doing is acknowledged and recognized by him. So here's the question. Who are you doing it for? Why are you in your feelings? Why is it that sometimes, every time somebody else come up to win, you got something to say? What you in your feelings for? Don't take your insecurities out on somebody else. Have a seat. Yeah. In the back, honey, because the room is full. After a while, folks are going to celebrate you. And even if they don't, celebrate yourself, honey. Yeah, you got to learn how to celebrate yourself, baby. You got to learn how to clap. Baby, get my get. – I want to I clap for me. Yeah, when you – you know what? When you, when you give your acceptance speech, 
You need to stand up like Conor McGregor. Then I want to apologize to absolutely nobody. <laughs> I'm unapologetically me. For all of you that I offended, go have a seat in the corner. For all of you that hated, thank you so much because your hating made me healthy. Did you hear me? Your hating made me healthy. I'm, I'm healthy and strong because I didn't get in my feelings. I'm healthy and strong because I learned who I can count on and who I needed to count out. See, the tough times not only reveal, but they also heal. They heal what, Jared? They heal my ego. They heal my pride. They heal all of the things that I gave myself. And sometimes I gave myself self-inflicting wounds because I was looking for you to make me happy. I was looking for you to validate me. But, baby, I ain't no cause. No, I don't need validation. I am God's creation. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made it. And I may not do it the way you want me to do it. I may not do it how you want me to do it. I may not do it as fast as you want me to do it. But I heard a mentor of mine tell me a long time ago, fast don't always last. Shucks. Did you hear me? Fast don't always last. As a matter of fact, I would rather have a slow quarter than a fast dime any day of the week after a while. Oh, you're going to see me rolling. Yeah, the philosopher Tupac says, uh, picture me rolling. Yeah, yeah, you're going to see me pulling up. Yeah, but I ain't going to be pulling up in no Bentley or no Benz. Uh, no, I'm going to be pulling up in what, Jared? In God's glory. God bless you. Yeesh. God bless your families. And God most certainly bless your dreams.